Welcome to the Bayou City Soccer Podcast. Whether inside or outside the loop, we are talking everything soccer in Houston. Y'all ready? Let's get it. Houston, welcome to another episode of the Bayou City Soccer Podcast. My name is Rudy Segura. Today is just me, but we're going to do some quick hits and get you through all the information you wanted to know about the games that happened this weekend. Uh, we only saw the Dynamo Dose in action as well as the Dash. So we'll get right to it. Uh, but first of all, uh, we just want to thank our uh, main sponsor, Senate Avenue, uh, for their great support. So go, you know, if you guys support Bike City Soccer, go support our, our friends at Seven Avenue. They're on uh, 290 and Bellway 8. Uh, pretty, you know, easy to spot, pretty uh, easy to get around town. If you just get on the Bellway or, you know, one of the main roads, it'll get you there, man. So yeah, check out Senate Avenue uh, for sure. Again, proud sponsors of Bike City Soccer. Um, so yeah, let's let's go ahead and get started with the uh, game on Friday. So Friday, we had the Real Monarchs uh, against Houston Dynamo. Houston Dynamo, obviously the visiting team. This match here was just, you know, trading punches between featherweights until uh, one of them gave. So it was a really fun match. I personally thought that maybe Royal Monarchs would get the best out of Dynamo, and it seemed that way at one point in the match. Um, Royal Monarchs obviously starting the uh, scoring uh, in the ninth minute with a goal by Sinclair. Uh, then you had uh, Papa score his first goal, what would end up being a hat trick for the night. And then uh, before the first half ended, Wellings would uh, give the advantage to the Monarchs 2-1 going into the halftime. And then after that, something sparked, man. I say a read ended up coming in, you know, changing the game. He scored in the 49th minute. Pretty good goal. And then again, it was Monarchs weren't given, you know, they weren't um, putting themselves down and, and, uh, the third goal was a beauty from outside of the box. And it looked like that was going to be it for the Dynamo. But I don't know if it was a celebration or what, guys. But it got into uh, Kenny's Bundy's squad. And they just completely switched it around. You had Papa score a penalty in the 61st minute. Then you had Reed score again in the 60, 62nd minute. So back-to-back goals right there. And then Papa, again, finishing a hat-trick in the 84th minute. So match ended up 5-3. Uh, the team looked very well. Obviously, you had Saber Valdez um, on goal. Marana, Lantman, Maples, LaFleur uh, were your defenders. Uh, and the midfield, uh, to begin, you had uh, Brooklyn Reigns, Agus, Diego Gonzalez. And up top, uh, your three attacking pieces was Papa and Doye, men of the match, of course, with the three goals. Uh, you had Sik Soto. And you had um, Evans on the flank as well. So, you know, overall, the team did pretty well. Real Monarchs, in all honesty, it's down the table. So a win was definitely something that could have, um, you know, had the better odds, I would say, for the Dynamo to get. Uh, so so good for those to actually, um, you know, go into this high-scoring match and able to put – all three points in the bag and return home uh, as they'll take on, I believe they will be taking on um, playing at home on Sunday, actually against uh, sporting Kansas city too. So it'd be another fun game. Keep an eye out there. 
because we'll have tickets for that match. So if you're interested in going, check our social medias, uh, whether it be Instagram or Twitter or X, whatever it's called now. I'm still going to call it Twitter. But uh, make sure that you check it out uh, for some free tickets that you can score for that match. Um, moving on, man, on Saturday night, Dash uh, took on uh, took on Racing Louisville, a team that was currently sitting in first place of their Challenge Cup uh, table. Um, and surprisingly, got a big win. You know, it, obviously a 1-0 win at home. You take that. Uh, the Dash are basically eliminated from that tournament. They would just play one more match this weekend against Chicago Red Stars. But it's great to be able to see them finally click a little bit. Of course, we know that there have plenty of uh, players out in uh, World Cup duties. Um, sadly, Canada has been eliminated. Um, Argentina has been eliminated, even though Paulina Gramalia is out on loan in a Brazil team. And then by the time you listen to this, we'll find out uh, the fate of Jamaica and Sloan as well as, uh, no, I think that's it right there because Nigeria ended up passing through. So uh, at least you have one Dash player still uh, in contention um, in the playoffs for the Women's World Cup. So, you know, keep up with them. It's been great to see the, you know, catch the World Cup, even though some really early games, if you're like me and it's difficult to catch those two, three in the morning games, you know, make sure you wake up for the ones early uh, five or 6 a.m. if you can. Um, but to start, again, the Dash ended up winning uh, 1-0 with a goal from Ebony Salmon. Pretty good goal, pretty good setup uh, by uh, Ryan Garris. So uh, to start, you had, obviously, Jane Campbell, the keeper. Uh, your defenders, you had Peterson, uh, Prestock, uh, Newton, or Lynn, sorry, and Daiseko. Um, that Daisco, I don't know why he pronounced that so bad, but you know, that's me. I pronounce everything kind of bad. I have, you have Vigiano in the midfield, Jacobs as well. And then uh, your attackers, you had uh, Tucker on uh, one of the sides, Maria Sanchez, and uh, Ryan Garris, as I mentioned. And of course, the goal scorer, um, Ebony Salmon, who again, it, it had been a while since she had gotten a goal. And it was good to see that happen again. And Later on in the game, you had Ordonez come in, and um, you had we got to see Joel Anderson again, which was good to see. And of course, um, Sarah uh, putting him the brand new uh, pickup from Germany from Cole uh, got some minutes. So uh, overall, I think you know even with the team being eliminated from the Challenge Cup, uh, good to see them. Uh, perform well, not a lot of rotation, which makes some sense since uh, there's not going to be a lot of games left for them. Again, they'll play one more this weekend, then they'll go in a little bit of a break before the league restarts uh, a few weeks from now. So playing your starter makes a lot of sense. Uh, give them some action, give them some time to build some chemistry. So overall, I you know Sam Lady has to be pretty pleased, and I'm sure they're look to get more points, even though. Um, it won't really mean much for them, uh, but, you know, going to Chicago, getting another win there uh, against the last place on that table uh, would be great. The Dash will end up with nine points, and the gap wouldn't look as bad um, with uh, Louisville with 12, Kansas City current with 10, currently Dash with six, and Chicago with one point. So, 
yeah, overall, really good uh, showing. Uh, I was there. I, me and Rodrigo were on the sidelines. Rodrigo was taking pictures. You know, we actually got to enjoy the game uh, pretty close and take note of everything that was happening. So it was good to see the ladies, you know, put up a show. Uh, a good amount of fans actually showed up, even though they're kind of competing with the Astros. I think uh, uh, it was a good amount of people uh, at the stadium, and it's good to see, you know, people supporting the local soccer team for sure, man. So that's right there, the two matches that we saw this weekend. Uh, and, you know, a couple of days from now, we'll be having Dynamo uh, take on uh, a rivalry that we all kind of are a little familiar with, which is against Pachuca. So Houston Dynamo kind of put everything in the fate or in the hands, I would say, of Orlando and Santos. Uh, luckily, uh, Orlando was able to get the win over Santos. Um, and on Saturday, allowing for the Dynamo, I guess, to continue in the tournament. Um, this time they went in as runner-ups of the table. Therefore, they would be taking on one of the teams that had a bye, which was Pachuca. This rivalry, we've known for a while about this rivalry, right? I mean, it goes back to like uh, 2007, 2008, 2009. The teams have played each other multiple times. So uh, it's always good to see those rivalries kind of spark again. Uh, Pachuca currently right now is not in the best of shape. It's kind of interesting. Not that the Houston's any better per se, but uh, yeah, Pachuca has not won a game in five of their last matches. So um, if this is the time for a Dynamo to maybe, you know, play the Cinderella and get one over a team that it's obviously going to be in, you know, the favorite in Pachuca uh, playing at home, Houston should have a good opportunity to shock the CONCACAF region and beat Pachuca. Uh, of course, you know, you don't really know to, they take on each other, um, but it's going to be a fun match for sure. I mean, Pachuca, uh, you know, you look at their squad and it's not like they have like massive stars like they did when they took, you know, face each other back in you know 10 12 years ago but you could say the same thing with the dynamo obviously we know like brian shing um pat onstad yeah i mean you you can just go from literally the best players that the dynamo have seen you know obviously brad davis you have uh dero uh do you have just so many players that are club legends for the dynamo they took uh you know were able to take part in the matches against Pachuca. So um, those games have already been good. And now, obviously, you're tying it all together with Hector Herrera right now uh, being on the team. And obviously, he uh, became a professional with Pachuca. So there's always going to be that narrative. And now, um, you know, you have players like Coco. You have players like um, Aliou Ibrahim, who have been playing pretty well. Obviously, um, Griffin Dorsey has been playing you know balls out lately um <laughs> balls out lights out same difference uh so yeah no it's good it's good to see this rivalry kind of sparking i think it's perfect for houston uh this is going to be a difficult tournament you see all the you know if you keep up with the leaks cup there's big matches that are very love-sided uh whether it be america just you know winning by a massive margin or uh, you have you know some clubs like austin losing to uh, not the best Mexican teams out there. So um, it, it's been a fun tournament so far. And, 
you know, seeing the dynamo continue to push forward should, you know, bring a smile to everyone's face, no matter uh, if, you know, what the result is against Pachuca. Uh, obviously, we're hoping that is not as lopsided and maybe like a 4-5-0 against the dynamo. But, you know, hopefully it's an entertaining game. I know that being a Wednesday night game, which I believe is going to be a 7.30 p.m. game, but it hasn't been confirmed yet. Um, so it's going to be obviously a mid mid game midweek game late hopefully people show up man hopefully people understand the importance of a match like this and uh, i don't know how many pachuca fans are out i know at least there's one many from ev but you know hopefully people go out support the team um and are able you know the guys are able to put up a show and keep fighting for uh you know a longer a longer run uh, by beating Pachuca for sure. So this should be a really fun match. Um, expect the best out of both of the teams. Again, Pachuca, not all that great, you know, when it comes to their form, um, with only tying a few of the games in the last five, six matches. And, you know, they're, they were on a bye. So you also have that chance of catching them cold while the Dynamo already played two competitive matches uh, before this one so um you know it, it's gonna be a good game it's gonna this tournament has looked like it's been set up for the mls at least that's the excuse that we keep hearing from Liga mx and and their fans so me i'm a big chivas fan currently right now chivas is playing against sporting kansas city uh trying to make it pass to the next round it's gonna be a long shot but but again it's one of those that you know you're watching the game you're seeing your team you're seeing them kind of really try to to push forward. And there's nothing better than that, in my opinion. So hopefully the Dynamo can pull this off. We're with you, Dynamo. And you know for sure the Bayou City Soccer will be there covering the uh, game, obviously covering the Dynamo. Um, and, man, I just want to thank you guys for the support. Uh, we're trying to keep doing as much content as you guys, you know, love and, you know, and are wanting. So hopefully this new uh, video series that we're making for our YouTube channel, whether it be just putting a whole podcast or short videos like this one, uh, it, you know, brings you some entertainment. And again, I know that you probably saw that uh, we started a, you know, buy me coffee type of thing. So, if, you know, if you feel free, uh, if you feel uh, compelled to maybe give, um, you know, towards what we do here. It's really appreciated. Don't feel obligated, but of course it'll go a long way in helping us continue the content that we bring you guys. You know, obviously uh, we don't do it for the paycheck. We don't do it for the fame. Uh, we just do it because we love the sport and we want to, you know, continue to um, just continue to cover uh, the, the soccer teams that we love. So, um, you know, just make sure that whatever you do, go to BayouCitySoccer.net. You know, check our social medias, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, X. I guess you should call it X now, right? I don't know. <laughs> Threads, um, Facebook. Just look us up at Bayou City Soccer. Make sure to, you know, hit the like button. Subscribe to this podcast, to this YouTube as well. And uh, we'll stay in touch. Bye. Stop. Stop.